scene from a rock and teal I took a westbound attitude I turned my mind all around Kinda came unwound in the prairie magnitude I met a slinging little chicken down in Delarain Turned me on like I'm moving on in But her thing was a matter of money So I paid it with a grill From the legalized scene I'm a grooving little pad in a Winnipeg. I took a hurried over a jog. Yet circumstances had me a moving it on like a dog, an old prairie dog. I caught a smoking diesel down to Saskatoon. Man, the times were high and a wild. Till a hot wheeled out for Yorkton. Singing, no, oh, that ain't my child. That's a putting it mild. My cool Calgary head aside Edmonton, Chilliwack, Okanagan Way vibrations, yeah, right I took a mod mad world and a little wit Like the West Coast, it wasn't my bag Yeah, flashy through that swinging west Like a long gun, a leaping stag A lot of truth in my brain And you're listening to CITR F102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there the Seabert Brothers with Hippie West. Shout out to Chilliwack. Today on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, an interview with, from Chicago, Illinois, Juice World. Right now, to prepare you for Juice World, here is Doug Champagne with the pot song on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Well, there's a moral to this story. If you listen up, you'll probably hear how I quit smoking pot and started drinking beer. I was fixing to take me a little trip And I'd probably end up getting sick And the funny part was I wasn't ever leaving home I just bought me another nickel bag Oh Lord, ain't life a drag When you gotta pay to take that trip at home But I fired up and I took a tote And that's when I began to joke And I dropped my bag of reefer on the floor I took another dope and again I choked Noticed that the room was full of smoke And I heard a faint old knocking on the door Hell, I was so high I didn't care I saw them Mounties standing there And I opened the door and said, fellas, come on in Well, the first one, he hit me hard Hit me hard right in my chin And I joined my bag of reefer on the floor The 
second one put his boot in my head And I thought to myself, well now I'm dead But they picked me up and they chucked me in their car by this time I knew I was done But one old cop, he called me son He asked the boy, he said, where's the rest of that pound? Yeah, I tried real hard to force a grin At the same time I was rubbing the chin That nasty son of a bitch had hit me before So I took them Mounties back inside To show them on my head was a nickel bag And my dog was laying upside down on the floor well, His eyes were mean, his tongue was green His teeth was full of seeds I turned to them Mounties and started to laugh Cause my dog had eaten my weed one cop turned to his partner, Don, and said that the evidence, it was gone. They turned to me and said that they would leave. So they left me with my teeth in hand, told me they'd see me on a witness stand. They got in their car and then they drove away. Well, I hope you get what I'm trying to say. Now smoking pot, it just don't pay, especially when you want to take that trip at home. I'll take my beer and I'll drink it here. There's one thing I won't have to fear, and that's having them damned old Mounties at my door. So if you decide to smoke some pot, just make sure you find a spot where you never have to get up and answer that damn door. Well, we're going to Surf City to see her guy called Johnny. He blasts the sax, he plays a very pretty big Johnny. He grabs the surfing sax and plays a real tricky big Johnny. He's the top, the best in first city, big Johnny. Go, 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 go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now nah, let's go, Johnny. Weights 225, Big Johnny The sound of his sax brings the town to life for Big Johnny We're surfing all day and listening all night to Johnny When he isn't down, everything's right with Johnny Go, 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 go Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, Johnny He plays a very pretty big Johnny He grabs a serpent sax And plays a real tricky big Johnny He's the cop The best in Surf City Big Johnny I said go, 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 go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, Let's go, Johnny
Majestic spreads the new world's northern land A strong young nation dear to me That reaches north to touch the frozen pole And stretches wide from sea to sea This is my Canada, my country Canada As free as all the spacious skies above High mountains, lakes and plains, salt sea and woodland rains This is my Canada, the land I love Two founding peoples met to forge one home Free from oppression, fear and grief The lilies, roses, thistles, shamrocks twine And form the scarlet maple leaf This is my Canada, my country Canada As free as all the spacious skies above High mountains, lakes and plains, salt sea and woodland rains This is my Canada, the land I love From every nation in our world they came To live in peace and honest toil Our fathers fought and died for liberty For those who tread Canadian soil This is my Canada, my country Canada As free as all the spacious skies above High mountains, lakes and plains, salt sea and woodland rains This is my Canada, the land I love From east to west my country spreads her hand From plains to where the mountains rise Throughout the years through winter snowy blast To burning blue of summer skies God bless my Canada, my country Canada Let all our hearts unite our vow shall be To strive with our might Toward a future bright To build a mighty land forever free To build a mighty land forever free And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Jerry Eli with My Country Canada. And before that, Clarence Plouffe with the CP Boogie. And actually, it's an amazing cover picture of this album, Cross Cross Canada Guitar. Gabby Haas presents Clarence Plouffe with the Barn Dance Gang. An amazing cover photo on this LP. If you want check out what that photo actually looks like check out me nardwar on twitter because i tweeted out a picture of that lp just now n-a-r-d-w-u-a-r at twitter check out gabby Haas's record cover the cp boogie oh the cp bounce we heard he also does the cp boogie 
And before that, we heard the Algonquins with Surf and Sax. And we began with Doug Champagne doing the pot song. Right now, we're going to play local band Pill Squad and their cover of the Time Lodgers Envy on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Yeah. 
you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. That was their hiccup with the tune, Lady Macbeth and Miss Havisham on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And Haley is also in hiccup. And Haley is from the Unlovables. Hello, Haley. And this is released on Father Daughter Records. Hello, Father Daughter Records. And before that, we heard from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you, Josh. The Night People with more than rust. Thank you, Josh, for that record. And we began with the Pill Squad with an actual cover of Envy by the Time Lodgers on Denardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Coming up, an interview I did with Juice World from Chicago. But before we play Juice World, here are the Buttertones from Los Angeles, California, with At The Dojo. And thank you to Chris and Stephanie for sending me this release on amazing white vinyl. So here are the Buttertones, and then an interview with, from Chicago, Illinois, Juice World on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show.
who are you? I am Juice World. Juice World, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Neptune Records. Thank you for having me, man. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Right off the bat, Juice World, I have a gift for you. A signed Billy Idol record from 1982. A signed Billy Idol. <laughs> Time the fuck out, bro. What? Signed Billy Idol. And he's got chest hair, too. Oh, he got a happy trail. <laughs> Do you like that era of Billy Idol? Bro, what? Yes, hell yes, bro. This is, like, one of my biggest influences. Like, he's my mom put me on him. She loves Billy Idol. Like, this is raw as fuck. This is crazy. This is crazy, bro. What the fuck? What I the fuck? I signed Billy Idol for you, Juice World. What the fuck? I'm like... In shock right now, bro. What the fuck? It feels like Christmas. Well, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Juice World. I feel welcome. And Juice World, right off the bat, the Chicago citizen, quote, Juice World used to skip classes about three days a week. Facts. That's... Last semester, however, the teen said he was absent for just two days. That's accurate. The reason for his improved attendance? Mm, I don't know. The hundred black men all? Oh, Chicago. Oh, how do y'all? How do you know? <laughs> time out. Time out. How do you know about this shit? Like, how? You are Juke's world. We have to know. No, like for real. How? Like, <laughs> how? That's that's. Shout out to 100 BMC. Like they helped me a lot. They helped me get through school. They taught me like things just growing up and just you know how to maneuver through the environment we know as the world. What's so, the importance of the hundred black men of Chicago? Man, this guidance. You know, one of the best like the best guidance I've really ever had. So shout out to 100 BMC. Shout out to Fred. He ran the chapter that I was at. Um, yeah, shout out 100 BMC. Gang, gang. And Juice World, I was curious, was that era the Transformers era of Juice World? <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> Where did you fucking find? <laughs> you know what? You want to know something funny? I knew this picture was going to resurface one day. I knew it was. I didn't know when it was going to come, but I knew it was coming. Hey, but I was, even though I looked like Arthur, I was still fresh as fuck, though. Wasn't nobody wearing preen. <laughs> Wasn't nobody wearing preen back then. Damn, I got the Ryan Sheckler hoodie on. Hey, I, I was raw as fuck at skating back in the day, though. No cap. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> what era was that? Was that Transformers? You love the movie Transformers. Oh, yeah, for sure. This, that, this was around that time. I think I was probably like, I had to be like 11 or 12, maybe. This is this is crazy. <laughs> I look nothing like this. <laughs> you are Juice World 999. Quote, Juice World, I shoot threes like I'm... What I... That, Jordan? Rick... Oh, Rick Nash. Rick Nash. Quote, people say I'm crazy, but my bar's going in... Insane. Insane. Quote, on the radio, spitting radio... Rhymes, waves. Waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. The illest hour radio show. What the fuck? W-H? Bro, you talking about my high school... W-H-F-H. Oh. Jalen the Illist. What the fuck? 
<laughs> what the fuck? How? Narwar, how? How do you know? You are Juice World. We have to know. But what can you say? Homewood Flossmore had a radio show? You had some bars on the radio, spitting radio. Those were old quotes. I was a freshman in high bro, I was a freshman in high school. How does he know? I don't remember that shit. What the hell? Bro, so like, okay. It, my school has a radio show and when I first decided to like become a rapper, I was on there and I would like freestyle. And those were like old quotes what the how do you know this bro what the fuck what the fuck what was that like though what do you remember about that show oh it was ran by my homie Jalen. uh he was another artist at my school and he just kind of created a platform for me to like freestyle like just to get it out a little bit so you know shout out to Jalen. he's uh he's in the military now shout out to Jalen. And that was Homewood Flossmore. There was also some other people that went to Homewood Flossmore. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where are you going with this? March and Sky. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I thought you were going to name drop some, <laughs> some people I didn't know. Mar and Sky, Rocky Fresh. Um, there is a, a basketball player that made it to the league that went to Homewood Flossmore. It's a couple, couple greats, a couple greats, including myself. <laughs> now, Shauna from the infamous syndicate went to Flossmore. What? And I have a gift for you right here, a Shauna LP. Oh, shit. She went to her high school. What? She went to HF? Yes, she went to her high school. Whoa. Produced also by Just Blaze. Oh, this is some shit. And she was in the infamous syndicate. Bro, you putting me on game. No, the infamous syndicate. Check this record right out here. Turn it over. What do you read there? Clock strikes 12 featuring Fatal. Produced by? Oh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. Kanye West? Kanye West. Easy, easy, easy. Just don't over jump, man. <laughs> this is one of his early productions, and he produced Shauna, who went to your high school. That's crazy. It's a small world. That's crazy. And I have a gift for you right here a 12 inch of the syndicate. Ooh, hey, plugging me, man. I'm finna have what? You finna make me go grab a vinyl player and shit. And if you look to that track right there, What You Do To Me, it says TV track. Oh, so that means it's like it's like a DVD type shit? Or like... It's just the chorus, so you can rap over it, and that is produced by Kanye West. Oh, I'm finna sample the fuck out of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can play that at one of your gigs and rap over it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a Kanye beat, an early Kanye beat. Oh, that shit is tight. It's crazy as fuck. And you are Juice World 999. Juice World, I am number four. How do you know that was even in my life? What the fuck? Black, you hear him? That's like a childhood book. Like, how? You talking about the book, right? How do you? How? Well, you are Juice World. We have to know. But that was like fifth grade. How? How? Can one of y'all answer me how he? How? What the I am number four. Bro, that was like. So I read the book first, and then I went to I watched the movie afterwards, and it was the biggest letdown like ever. But the book was really good. I I'm probably gonna reread it now that we're talking about it again. Wow, I am number four. Kevin Black. Who? Hold on, time out. Say the say the name. Kevin Black. <laughs> Antoine Lewis. <laughs> Nakia Davis. Bro. <laughs> He's name dropping people from grammar school. 
What is going on, Narwar? I need like, how do you find this stuff? Like, you are Truth World. We have to know. Can I? Can you send me the link to like your search engine? It's like, dang, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, those are all old friends of mine from St. Paul Lutheran School. Juice World quote one eight three four one fortieth Court Club Hills Illinois. Is that? Is that my old studio? Envy. Envion Entertainment. Ah, oh, shout out Will from Envion Entertainment. That's like, he really got me going. It was like my first, like, real engineer. Shout out Will. He helped me fast. Envion, that's the first studio I really started recording at. I, um, I recorded Lucid Dreams there. I recorded Moonlight there. Uh, recorded Sticks and Stones there. It's just like, it's a, it's a memorable place for me, for sure. Shout out Envion. Juice World, what about Aurelio's Pizza? Oh my God, that's the shit. That is the shit. You never had Aurelio's? That's the shit. Aurelio's is the shit. If you ever in Homewood or just in the south suburbs in that area, Aurelio's Pizza, get pepperoni and sausage with extra sauce. It's fire as fuck, bro. You will not like be upset. Trust me. And the original location is there. Yeah, that's there. That's the first one. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Quote: In the streets of New York, juice means. Like swag, don't it? Power. Power, yeah. And I have a gift for you, Juice, oh, the Juice soundtrack. Oh, shit. From 1991 featuring Big Daddy Kane. Hey. Because <laughs> you are Juice World, man. And here is the Juice soundtrack. What the fuck? This is like one of my favorite movies. This is one of the reasons I got my name. For sure, I had his haircut. This is wild. This is crazy. You're like blessing me right now, bro. This is crazy as fuck. And you are Juice World. Thank you, side piece. Thank you, side piece, for sure. Uh, that was the jump of my career. That was the start of it. Thank you, side piece. Thank you, Nick Mirror. DT, side piece, introduced you to... Nick Mirror. I'm taking it back. Ooh. <laughs> this is crazy. Speaking of Nick, I have a gift for you. A Sting 7-inch, which you sampled on Lucid Dreams. Yeah, yeah. And Nick found this song when he was watching a movie, Leon the Professional. Oof, yeah, that's the that's the the behind the scenes of the shit for sure. This sample is one of my favorite samples, bro. It'll always be one of my favorite samples. And Nas also samples that song, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Juice World, thank you, DJ Victorious. Oof, DJ Vic, that's my homie, that's my dog, man. He. He part of the reason why I'm standing right here. Like he's the he's the goat. He put me on, put me around some of the people that's on my team now. And shout out DJ Vic. He told Bibby about you. Yes, sir. That's crazy. I think he told Bibby's brother, who then told Bibby. Yeah, G Money. That's whoo. Shout out G Money, man. That's my that's my dog. That's man. Juice World quote: I tie up my laces. I'm bawling like I'm. <laughs> uh, what I say? Calvin. Calvin Cambridge. Rainbow. <laughs> like Mike. Like no. Mike. Never. You got the, bro. What? Hey. Like Mike is important to Juice World, right? Uh, but this is like, you know, people say they have like a top three movie and then they like change it around. This is literally like in the top three and it will never move its spot no matter what movie I watch. Like, from, you know what I'm saying? I could, like, watch a raw-ass movie. It will never take the place of this. Like, Mike, this shit is, like, 
legendary. I could I could watch this a hundred times in a row. This could be looped on my TV forever, and I would be happy. And that is a fact. Like Mike, you see how drip Bow Wow is though. Look at him, like he drip, bro. Look, got the French braids. He's swagging on their ass. Jason Kidd got hair, all type of shit. <laughs> hey, I got the bro. This is just like an iconic ass time. Like this movie was raw as fuck. I don't like the second one though. Boo. Some food places. Captain Hooks. Whew. You making me hungry, man. That's the best chicken. Fishing chicken. Well, I don't know. Honestly, Hooks, Sharks, Harolds. I'm probably going to get my black card revoked for this, but sometimes they taste the same. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's okay, though. And Juice World, do you play piano a bit? I do. I do. Still? Yeah, I still fool around with it a little, little bit. Like, when I'm trying to show off, I just hop on the keys and play, like, you know, a little something. I have a gift for you. A stylophone, which actually is a pocket organ. And we can turn it on right there. And you could play Lucid Dreams for us right here. How does this How does this work? And it works this way, Juice World. Check it out. You use this little pen, and you go, like... And I was wondering, can you play Lucid Dreams on that? I don't think so. And all girls. Ooh, I, I think I just did all girls. That's, that's like the melody, yeah, yeah. So that is for you, a stylophone. This is like... Like you have given, and it's got an output there. So when you get it together, you can play that at your gigs. It's got an output. This is like you have given me like the best gifts I've ever received in my life. Do you? Uh, I have a question for you. Let me interview you for a second. Do you know somebody named Imogene Heap? You heard of the artist Imogene Heap before? Yes, I have. Doesn't she have stuff like this? Like, she, cause I know she creates her own beats on stage. Doesn't she use shit like this? Well, like, David Bowie used that for Space Oddity. Who? And now Juice World can use this on stage. Just stylophone. I'm finna get in my bag. Y'all think I make different music now? Just wait. I'ma go like into the mountains for like five years and come back like drip. <laughs> for real, for real. Damn, Narwa, you that nigga, bro. You the goat. I'm not gonna lie. Anything else you want to add to the people out there, Juice World? Um, everybody stay positive, no matter how negative life gets, and remember, all girls aren't the same anymore. Cause I got a girlfriend. So, why should people care about Juice World? Why should people care? I feel like they should care about me because I care about them. So I just want the same energy reciprocated. You know back to me so plus why wouldn't you care about juice world it's juice world <laughs> well thanks very much juice world keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do <laughs> do do hi this is ron jeremy you're listening to porno sonic
Okay, class. Our final exam will be coming up at the end of this week. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. That there was Porno Sonic with Dick Dagger's theme from 1972. And before that, an interview with Juice World from Chicago, Illinois. Right now, I'm going to play a Hollywood book and record or a Peter Pan book and record. From Hollywood, Wonder Woman. Yes, I'm going to play this recording. It's kind of like a radio play. It's fun to read as you hear book and record set. Peter Pan Records, Wonder Woman, See and Hear. Two exciting stories. Wonder Woman versus the War God and Amazons from Space. So we're going to hear this particular record from the Peter Pan book and record set, Wonder Woman, see and hear exciting stories. We're going to start with, right now, Wonder Woman versus the War God on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. River in the city of New York stands a magnificent complex of stone and glass buildings, the headquarters of the United Nations, where Diana Prince, secretly Wonder Woman, enters on the ground floor on her way to her job at the International Organization's Crisis Bureau. Good morning, Miss Prince. Uh, looks like rain, no? Hi, Tommy. I'll wait and see on that rain before I commit myself. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out with diplomats too long, Miss Prince. Hey, they never commit them. Uh-oh, trouble. That man coming in. Excuse me, General. What is the meaning of this? Where did that buzzer come from? That's the metal detector concealed in the doorway, sir. I'm afraid you're carrying some large metal object, and I'm going to have to search you if you don't... Uh... I certainly do mind. I'm a Brigadier General in the United States Army with an important appointment to see the Secretary General. Now, if you will excuse me... You'll remember that this building stands on international property, General, and that bulge under your coat... A pistol! I'll take that. Get your hands off me. Of course it's a pistol. I'm a general, and generals carry pistols if they so desire. Well, I don't know about that, General. I look, this I'm going to have to... This scene is right. getting oh, ugly. Probably my signal to duck into that empty oh, I corridor. I absolutely must see the Secretary General or a terrible international incident will erupt. Then you'll see him without that... Well, it looks as though you'll get your wish, sir. Here comes the Secretary General down the corridor now. You'll... General, put away that gun. Hey, you're no general. You're... You're an assassin! Wonder Woman, I expected you to show up, but you won't deflect my next shot. What is going on here? Mr. Secretary General, find some cover! An assassination attempt! Great, Wonder Woman. You kicked the gun away. I got it now. You've got the gun, but you won't get me. command of its Amazon mistress, an immeasurably powerful invisible plane zooms down from the sky, hovers briefly above her, dropping a rope ladder. I've got the ladder. Now climb, robot plane. Follow the flying man. 
and the supersonic chase is on through the skies over New York. That so-called general is not even an ordinary assassin. He's already moving at nearly three times the speed of sound and accelerating. Faster, faster, robot plane. Must catch up to... Welcome, my princess. How pleasant to see you again. Goddesses, preserve me. Mars, the god of war. Where in the cosmos am I? The cosmos is quite correct, Princess Diana. For once, you were tricked into traveling at eight times the speed of sound, chasing the general I created, making it possible to bring you crashing here through a dimensional window into another universe. Another universe? Why? What's that you're doing with your sword? It's flaming! I am sealing off the dimensional window, closing the hole in the fabric of the cosmos like a scar. So I can't get back. But what does the high and mighty god of war want with a mere Amazon woman? Not a mere Amazon princess. You underestimate yourself. You are the only thing at the United Nations capable of keeping my general and my other three agents who have infiltrated the Security Council from killing the chiefs of certain key delegations. Infiltrated the Security Council? Merciful Minerva! I will allow you to go home soon, Wonder Woman, to a world at war. <laughs> I'll reopen that dimensional window I tried to leap up at you with all my Amazon strength, but that sound in my head sent me flying in the other direction. <laughs> Try again, princess. I tried to whip my arms around to make an air current, throw you off balance and out of the way, but it only drove me down into the ground. You are in another universe, Wonder Woman where the dominating force is sound. The physical laws that give you your powers do not hold here. <laughs> sound? Then I'll yell at the top of my lungs. <laughs> you can't even focus the energies of your own body. How can you hope to tumble the god of war against his will? <laughs> Hera, help me. Try, Wonder Woman. Who's that? It's Hera, queen of the goddesses. You called and I answer. Mars cannot hear me, only you. Giving up, Wonder Woman? Save your strength for the Great War, a war that will feed my power and make Mars supreme among the gods. There is a power I can give you that may defeat Mars. What? Power. The power to conjure images. If you throw symbols at him that anger him enough, he will bring his sword down on you in rage. Then if you can block the sword with your magic bracelets, that will harness enough power to rip open the dimensional window. The Security Council session is beginning, Princess. Care to watch? Power mad, despotic male. I say this to you. Taking Hera's advice, Wonder Woman conjures up the universal symbol of peace. What? A dove? You conjure a bird of peace to fly at me? Here is my answer. Oh, a hawk to kill the dove. Then what is your answer to this? When the rustling. 
one of those peace-loving folk singers. Urgh. Let her contend with this. You play rough. Then take the sounds of Woodstock. As the god of war swings his mighty sword, Wonder Woman blocks the blow with her magic bracelets, harnessing enough power to slash open the dimensional window back into this universe. And in microseconds, she is back in the United Nations. Made it. But I must get to the Security Council chamber before it's too late. Oh, help me, Hera, help me! Diana, this is Hera. You will be able to find the four assassins because they will be glowing with a glow only you can see. Be fleet of foot and strong of heart, Diana. Oh, thank you, Queen of Goddesses. Thank you. Throwing open the door to the chamber, Wonder Woman enters, and instantly her keen eye catches sight of a figure of a man standing in the back of the hall. And the chair recognizes the representative of the People's Republic. over there! The man with the broom! With one mighty leap, Wonder Woman reaches the disguised assassin and grabs the broom out of his hand. Wonder Woman, unhand that poor custodian! He's no custodian, Mr. Chairman. Here, this broom handle has a concealed dark gun. And there, look out! The fake general! You'll never take me! Leaping up to the press section 40 feet over the meeting chamber, Wonder Woman seizes the phony reporter. You can't hide now. You can't even run. Oh, my neck. I got my neck. Your weapons first. Where are your assassination weapons? In, in my pen! Just what I thought. A hidden hypodermic needle. Now for assassination. Leaping down into the hall again, Wonder Woman confronts the last of the would-be assassins and seizes his camera. This camera holds enough poisonous serum to drop every single delicate in this hall. just disappeared into thin air. Impossible. Where could they have... Hera? Oh, Hera, help me. Look up there. A woman, a beautiful woman, floating in the air over the chamber. Women and men of the United Nations, my child Wonder Woman has done well. She has averted a horrible war on Earth. As we of Olympus have dealt with its cause on high, the evil god of war. Then you have captured Mars, great Hera. Yes, and forced him to recall his four agents. We have imprisoned the Lord of War in a netherworld of the cosmos, from which even he cannot escape. Your Earth is safe from his forces through your efforts, Diana, along with our own. Thank you, Mother Hera. Carry on, my children, and go in peace.
don't think it's crazy enough out here. listening i hope to citr f102 cable 102 vancouver british columbia canada and the nardwar the human serviette radio show you just heard right there the potato head people with lifting up featuring k max thank you very much nick for that record i really appreciate you giving that to me the potato head people with lifting up. And before that, we heard some Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman versus the War God. And this particular record actually was a book and record set. So when you heard ding, that was actually you were supposed to turn a page. But I guess you didn't have the page to turn. So you just heard that ding. 
right now, I thought I would play another spoken word record. Dennis the Menace. The Misadventures of Dennis the Menace. Original TV soundtrack stories on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. One day, Dennis was walking along when he saw something sticking out of a trash can. An old moose head. It was heavy, all right, but Dennis managed to get it right up to his front porch, and, well, here he comes now. I'm home! Don't slam it! There's the fastest slam in the West. Guess where I've got, Mom? Well, you've got a dirty face for one thing. What else? A surprise for you. Close your eyes. You too, Dad. I'll be right back. I wonder what it can be. Close your eyes and don't open them till I tell you. Okay. All right. It's right in front of you, Mom. Can I smell it? Do you want to? Of course I do. Okay, bend over. Now smell. This doesn't smell like a flower. Of course not. Open your eyes. <gasps> Don't be scared, Mom. It's not alive. Where did you get that? In somebody's trash box. I figured we could put it up in the dining room. Oh, Dennis. I bet you never thought you'd have one of these, did you? No. Would you rather put it up in your bedroom? What say, Mom? Dennis, you shouldn't bring things like this home. It was a tough job, but I wanted to. You know why? Because you're the best mom in the whole world. Oh, thank you, Dennis. Where are we going to put it, Mom? Well... Hey, Dennis! The Wilsons just drove up out front! Uh-oh. What's he, your lookout? I think I'll go straighten out my room. Uh, just a minute, young man. It's for Mom, Dad. She's been trying to get me to do it all day. Dennis, you have to tell Mr. Wilson sooner or later, and you might as well do it right now. Can we call him on the phone? Come on, Dennis. too much, George. You will uh -huh. strain yourself. Oh, nonsense, Martha. These two weeks have rejuvenated me. Why, I feel like a new man. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. Welcome home. Oh, Mitchell, Dennis, come on over. I'll tell you all about our trip. Okay. Come on, Dennis. <laughs> Be nice to little Dennis. Why, of course I will. I told you, Martha, I'm a new man. <laughs> well, here we are, home at last. <laughs> you know how easily Mr. Wilson gets upset. I don't want you to say or do anything that'll bother him. Then I don't have to tell him what I did? Yes, you do. Only don't upset him with anything new. Hello, Henry. How are you? Fine, thank you, Mrs. Wilson. How are you? I'm fine, too. Smokey the Bear hat, aren't you? Uh, Dennis. Smokey the Bear. 
Oh, Dennis, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too, Mr. Wilson. I've missed you. <clears throat> Dennis has something to tell you, Mr. Wilson. Oh? Uh, go ahead, Dennis. Well, the day after you left on your trip, there was a swell little kid that was playing baseball. A swell little kid named Dennis. Uh-huh. I hit a home run. <laughs> Wonderful. Right through your kitchen window. Oh? Oh, well, uh, boys will be boys. I, after all, what's a broken window? Well, that isn't all, Mr. Wilson. Go ahead, Dennis. Well, the bowl sort of bounced across the kitchen and turned on the water faucet. Well, so we lost a little water down the drain. I mean, boys will we be... We didn't lose it down the drain, Mr. Wilson. Uh, the baseball ended up in the sink, acting as a drain plug. So you lost all your water on the floor. Oh, my goodness. I looked into the window and saw what was happening, so I called Mom and Dad. Uh, how could you look in the window? I climbed up on your trellis. Dad's already fixed it. Oh? Oh, then what happened? Well, Alice and I came over and cleaned up the mess. It didn't hurt anything. Oh, thank you, Henry. Of course, I had to jimmy the back door open to get in. Oh, you did? Boy, was that door a mess. Of course, I fixed it later, and the window, too. Well, then everything's all right. <laughs> I guess boys will be boys. <laughs> well, that's not quite all, Mr. Wilson. Oh? Uh -huh. Yesterday, Dennis played baseball again. A home run? I'm a regular Willie Mays. The same window. Oh, my lands. But it didn't hit the water faucet. I I'll pay for the window, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a very funny story. <laughs> I'm happy you can see it that way, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> oh, Mitchell, you know, I've been an old grouch in the past, but that's all over. From now on, Dennis and I are going to be good friends. Really, Mr. Wilson? Sure. Do you want to take me to the circus? It's going to be right over in the park. Dennis. Well, by golly, I just might do that. Wow, that would be swell. Mr. Wilson, I hope you don't mind my commenting, but you're a changed man. I really think he is, Henry. Well, I know I am. I mean, how could I be otherwise? I've been communing with nature. I've slept beside a babbling brook under the stars. I've listened to nature's creatures calling to me in the night. Did Mrs. Wilson want a drink of water? Mrs. Wilson? Uh, no, I, Dennis, I was referring to the animals and the birds. <laughs> One night, I heard an owl hooting. Boy, you sure sound like one. Do it again. All righty. And at that moment, all the primitive instincts of my ancestors came back to me. Oh, what did you do? Well, I slipped quietly out of my sleeping bag, picked up my flashlight, and went looking for him. Boy! You're just like Daniel Boone, Mr. Wilson. Did you find him? Uh, well, no. <laughs> Martha, no, that wasn't funny. Oh, yes, it was. He was walking along, shining his light up into the trees, and he walked right into the brook. Oh. <laughs> That's because you didn't want to leave a trail, huh, Mr. Wilson? Leave it. Dennis, you're a good friend. <laughs> you know you ought to go camping sometime. Boy, that would be swell. <laughs> Can I help you bring in the rest of your gear? Well, sure. Come on. <laughs> Dennis, you 
Dennis, I don't have a tent. Oh, don't be a killjoy, Mitchell. He could borrow our camping equipment. Wow! Well, that's very generous of you. Say, can I get Tommy to sleep out with me? Well, you can go ask his mother. <laughs> I'll envy you, Dennis, being out there under the stars. You know, Mitchell, that's the only trouble, being home. I'll miss the sound of the wild creatures calling in the night. Can I wear you Smokey the Bear hat, Mr. Wilson? Why, of course you can, Dennis. <laughs> now I'm gonna go see if Tommy can come. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's a wonderful kid. <laughs> oh, you see this, Mitchell? My nerve medicine. I didn't use a drop of it during our trip. And you've been home five minutes and you need some. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, I never expect to need it again. <laughs> Mr. Wilson's letting Dennis use the whole business. Sleeping bags, air mattresses, the tent. I can't get over it. Two weeks of camping have changed that man completely. Hello? Oh, hi, Ted. Uh, Henry, I was wondering if you and Alice would like to come over tonight. We'll, um, uh, play a little bridge. You sure you want to play bridge? You got another one of those crazy sound effect records you want to show off. Well, we might play a little bridge. Henry, wait till you hear this one. It's the greatest. It's a train wreck from the actual soundtrack of a motion picture. Boy, you've never heard anything so realistic. Well, how about it? Can you come over? Well, I don't think we better tonight, Ted. Uh, uh, Dennis is sleeping out in the backyard, and we've got to keep an eye on him. Well, look, you could watch him just as easily from over here as you can from there. Look right over the fence. Well, I suppose we could keep an eye on him just as easily over there. Any objections, honey? No, I guess not. Okay. Fine, Ted. About 8 o'clock? And, and, Ted, I do want to play some bridge tonight. Okay. <laughs> Bye. So do I. Last Saturday evening, we did nothing but listen to that crazy wild animal record of his. Oh, don't blame him, honey. He's only had that high by a couple of weeks. I'm home! That isn't a reindeer, Dennis. It's a moose. And I have a wonderful idea of where to put it. Where? Why don't we put it out in the backyard, and then you can pretend you're right out in the wilderness tonight. Wow! And the tent can be your teepee. You mean like we're Indians? Like real Indian braves. You know what she is, Dad? She's the best squaw in the whole world. <laughs> she is on my totem pole, too. afraid I'll catch cold. I even got to wear my underwear under my pajamas. Boy, I'm glad my mom isn't like that. Oh, no. Better take a look, Dennis. Here comes your mother with an armload of blankets. What are those for? For you. I don't want you to catch cold. Oh, Mom! Hun, do you know where the hot water bottle is? 
<laughs> I most certainly did, Dennis. Do it again, Mr. Wilson. All right. Dennis, that'll be enough knocking. Oh, Mr. Wilson, how are you? Oh, I'm sorry, Mitchell. Sheer animal spirits. It's quite all right. Come on in. Oh, no, thanks. I just dropped by to tell Dennis the good news. Is it good news, Mr. Wilson? Dennis, what would be the best possible news you could hear in the whole world? Then I'm getting a two-wheeler. Are you getting me one? Oh, Dennis. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not that. Uh, maybe this wish is uh, second best. Uh, you see these two circus tickets? Well, we're going to the circus. Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, boys. We'll be pretty comfortable out here. Sure we will. Now, if you fellas want anything, you just sing out. We'll be right behind the fence at the Meltons. We won't want anything, will we, Tommy? Nah. <laughs> well, good night, boys. Good night, Mom. Good night. Good night, man. Good night. <laughs> You're going to have a wonderful time. You know, Martha, those old sleepless nights are gone forever. Not even nine o'clock. <laughs> and I'm going to sleep like a schoolboy. Now what are you going to do? I think I'll give Dennis and Tommy a thrill and do my owl imitation. Ooh. 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 Oh, come to bed, George. Wait a minute, Martha. <laughs> You know, I bet they think that's a real owl. You know what that was, Tommy? That was Mr. Wilson doing his owl imitation. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, that's because he heard owls and things all the time he was out camping. Animals, too? Sure, all kinds of them. I bet he was scared. Mr. Wilson? Heck no. He said they calmed his nerves. Now that he's back, he's gonna miss him. What was that? Hey! It's Mr. Melton's hi-fi. He was gonna play a train record for Mom and Dad. George? Hmm? Do you hear that train? Yes. It's unusually loud tonight. Or else they're using that old spur track over in the park. They must be. It sounds as if it was right next door. Must be some rare atmospheric condition. Martha, I know why they're using the spur. That must be the circus train arriving in the park. Go out 
there. I've got to, Martha. Those boys are in danger. I'll do what I can with my lodge sword. You call the police. Oh, good heavens. He forgot his glasses. Save you from the lions. Boys, get back in your tent. Mr. Wilson must be playing these out in the wilderness, too. Hey, Mr. Wilson, here comes a fierce tiger. Mr. Wilson couldn't see very well without his glasses. He backed up a little bit, his sword in his hand, when all of a sudden, he felt something against his shoulder. When he put his hand up, he felt the snout of some fierce animal. I hope Martha phoned for help. Of course, it was the moose head that Henry Mitchell had hung out in the yard for the boys. But Mr. Wilson didn't know that. He turned and began slashing and cutting with his sword until finally the head fell right on the ground in front of him. Are you all right? Yes, so far. I haven't met any of the lions yet, but I just cut the head off a moose. Oh! You boys all right? We're pretty scared! Uh, well, you stay where you are. Now, there might be a lion behind any bush, Martha, so you stay right close to me. Here are your glasses, George. You come out to play, too, Mrs. Wilson? Dennis, go back inside. Don't you understand the danger? Didn't you hear the animal roars? Sure I heard them. That's because Mr. Melton had the speaker in his patio turned on. What? Sure. They were on a record he was playing on his new hi-fi. Oh, nonsense. What about that moose I decapitated? <laughs> he wasn't playing that on his hi-fi. George, huh? will you please put on your glasses? Well, I'm... Mr. Wilson did put on his glasses. And when he looked around, he saw that the moose head was mounted on a board. <laughs> Oh, no. Martha, not a word of this to anybody. But it was too late for silence because Mrs. Wilson had already called the police. When the police finally left, everybody was gathered in Dennis's house trying to cheer up poor Mr. Wilson. humiliated. Oh, now, George, you were only doing what you thought was right. It was a very brave thing to do, Mr. Wilson. Oh. Sure it was. You thought there were lions out there. Have the police left? Yes, dear. The reporters? Yes, dear. And that police psychiatrist? Yes, dear. You know what I heard him say, Mr. Wilson? He it's said you're as nutty as a fruitcake. When did he say that? Right after I told him you do swell all imitations out of your bedroom window. 
And to think I dumped out all my nerve medicine. Oh, Martha, take me home. Put me to bed. Of course. Hey, Mr. Wilson. What time are we going to the circus tomorrow? Oh, that, 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 that's all. Just, just take me home. Just take me home.